Is this Jacob two times? Yes, it is, Miguel. I'm calling you from my Bluetooth headset Ooh, for the first time today, you know. Fancy. Wow, that is fancy, Jacob. How are you? Did you did, did you get excited about the Buccaneers winning the Super Bowl? Yes, I did. I did. I did. And, Miguel, listen, Miguel, I agree that on the weekends, Miguel, you should wash your clothes. Miguel, you should wash them, you know? <laughs> True. Uh, if if you totally missed that conversation on, that, you know? on our on-air show, uh, we mentioned on if I should wash wash my Bucks outfit that I've been wearing, and so you said that I should, Jacob. Yes, you should wash it. You should wash it. You should wash it. And as a matter of fact, my guy, I think you should get your own outfit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay, it's time. It wouldn't hurt. It wouldn't hurt to have your own outfit. You know what I'm saying? No, that, that is way, very true. It wouldn't hurt to tell you the body. Listen, tell you the body. If Miguel needs you to. Help him wash his clothes. You know, you can help around the house. You know, you can help him. Like, like <laughs> hey, I don't know. Bro. I got a busy schedule these days, no. Jacob. It's hard to really help Miguel out, especially because he does laundry, I think, twice a day now. No, no, Jacob, tell him he needs to help out around the house. No. He needs to help out around Chateau, mm. or he needs to do a better job. Tell him, Jacob. Listen, 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 listen. I know one candle that Miguel likes. He said he likes the pumpkin candle. That's what he said. Exactly. Tell him to buy me one, Jacob. Buy him a pumpkin candle. With what hey, money, Jacob? You know what I get paid here? They give me rocks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're nice rocks, though. They are nice rocks. They're pebbles. I love it. Jacob, I need you to tell everybody what podcast they're listening to. They're listening to the award-winning Holly podcast with Miguel Fuller and Sky the Body. Who needs to answer the phone when I call in? Oh, oh. I didn't hear that anyway. Getting bad service. Oh boy. Unscripted. Unshackled. Uncouth. What you're about to hear is for mature ears only. It's Miguel Fuller. I would show anything. I'd show my hee-hee and my hoo-hoo oh. and my ha-ha. <laughs> Holly O'Connor. Hey, Daddy, you want to take this to the bedroom? And Scotty the Body. I am officially not only the grill daddy, but I'm a hot grill daddy. Oh, wow. It's the Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast. Only from Hot 101.5. Tampa Bay's new hit music. What? Oh my gosh. I love our city. I love our state. What? Oh, good. Okay. What now? <laughs> I was about to uh, put something on the Miguel and Holly Instagram story uh, for a segment we do on Thursdays to promote it. Oh, yeah. And hold on. Before we get into this topic, let me finish doing that real quick. Oh, okay. Because, um, you know, we have this big social media staff that oh, we work yeah. with. Oh, yeah. Tons know. of people are behind it's the scenes. It's a whole other building of people. It is. It is. <laughs> it's, not. Um, it's not. You know, what? I haven't had the heart to tell my wedding planner this, and I don't know if he listens to the podcast. I know he listens to the show now. Oh. Um, oh. But we're, we're doing some... Um, I'm, I'm going to... Star Jones, the wedding, and sort of work with our some of our clients. Girl, do it to get anything I can um, for free. For free, absolutely. For, I'm sorry for trade. For trade, yes. yes. Um, well, I mean, uh, for this, obviously, these are businesses that we work with that yeah. I really enjoy, and that I'm like, oh, well, if we can trade off and help promote your business, mm-hmm. get it for free for the wedding. It's great. Um, well, our wedding planner, when we first start talking about one of the clients. And um, it's a salesperson that he's talking to here. But he's like, oh, someone from your staff reached out. Um, so and, he's saying this to you? Yeah, to yeah. me. And I was, and I, I should have oh. been like, oh, no, no. Like, they don't work for me. We are peers. They just work in a different department. Oh. He thinks that, like, we have, like, you know, 
The Miguel and Holly staff. I'm sorry. I'm a little confused. I'm I'm having a hard time following (laughs) because I don't understand the words that are coming out of your mouth. Your wedding planner thinks that we, the three of us, Mm -hmm. have a a staff? Yes. We have a staff. And he said it once, and I didn't correct him. And then, like, just kept it going. That was like a month ago. And now he'll text and be like, well, I just heard from your staff. You gotta, you gotta put an end I to can't. this chicanery. I it's can't. gone too long now. I can't. Well, because like even one of the clients that we're working with um, for the wedding, one of the vendors, they, you know, they listen to the show. They know, and they were like, <laughs> "Can you at least like say, give me a, like a broad term? Because it's it's a little confusing to be like, I, I need a picture of this. Is it like, can you just be like a flower person, or can, or is I, it too much? Well, just yeah, because I don't want to make anyone feel bad for saying this. Okay. Um, that's why I don't want to name any specific places because. Once contracts are signed, you're going to be hearing me talking about these places a lot. Yeah. Okay. So I don't want to make anyone feel bad. And I'm not making fun of them. It's no, just no. that, like, the perception of how we view ourselves and how other people view us. Yes. It's just really interesting. And because we've been removed from going in public and talking with people and stuff like that outside of social media, now that I'm starting that because of the wedding, it's just fascinating to hear. Um, so one of the places that we're dealing with um, that'll have a, a they'll have a product at the wedding that okay. we'll be using. They were like, "Do they want? Um, does Miguel and Abe want us to put it under a different name so no one knows that it's them that we'll be working for?" Oh <laughs> damn! You, I was like, I am <laughs> flattered beyond belief. Yes, but you can go ahead and just put Miguel Fuller. It is fine. Ain't nobody trying to crash our wedding. It is okay. I mean, maybe well, they maybe. will, though, Miguel. I don't know. Uh, I might, might as well, you know, just act like they would. So, But here's the cool. thing. Like, I don't think they would for me or Scott. But I do think that, like, there there might be some fools getting crazy with your wedding. Well, you know what I have been interested about with my wedding? And I don't know if this makes me a bad person. But, <laughs> like, I enjoy weddings. Yeah. I enjoy them when I'm there and, like, the party. I don't like the thought of, like, going to a wedding because it's, like, it is a deal. You've got to, like, get dressed up. You've got to make plans. you got to get the present. you got to go. Is it going to be awkward if you don't know the people? Like, all those things. That's just how my mind works. Okay. And so... I would never just volunteer to go some go to someone's wedding, like, outside of you, Holly, and, like, some of my best friends and you, Scott. Like, if you know the person real well. Right, right. Um, but I have been surprised the amount of people that from my past have just popped up and been like, hey, like, I know we haven't talked, but I've known you. <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm so excited for you. I don't even have to, like, go to the reception and eat your food. I just want to be there to see you get married. Like, can I just be in the room? Aww. And I've just been like, oh, my gosh, because I would never say that to anyone oh, well, that's. <laughs> I think I'm an awful human being. Yeah. Like, I really, as I get older, <laughs> I really sometimes think I'm just an awful human You're being. You're just a I think bitter that, Betty. Yeah, no, yeah. I think that you. Uh, I don't really know. I don't really know. I'm sorry. I, I haven't fully formulated a thought, so let me not just ramble. I don't really know, but there's something. Yeah. There's something about you. I mean, but I. I, I so here's the thing. Like, yeah. I love people, and yeah. I I love helping people, and I love like I was literally just telling Abe the other day. I'm like, 
One of the things that I cannot wait for, you know, as we get older and hopefully, you know, as we make more money and like, let's say we ever make it to like the Bobby Bones or the Elvis Duran status where, you know, we're getting paid lots and lots of money. I would find so much joy. And I mean this from the bottom of my heart, going to a restaurant, you know, having a, you know, $80 brunch or something like that and leaving like a $3,000 tip. Like if you had the capability, right, you would right. just be able to and do And then that even just people. like walking away. Like I don't want to see the reaction, but just knowing. Yeah. Um, like, that's a that. big part of your characteristic. You're a big right. giver when it comes to like helping others out for sure. Right. I love doing that. And like part of the Britney Spears documentary, one of the things that they uh, talked about about her and about just how smart she was um, and how, you know, as we in the media and society tore her down and made her to be this like quote unquote crazy yeah, I, uh hate using that now but that crazy person blah blah but yeah. anyway when she first got her like first big paycheck from her first uh single and album mm-hmm. she went back to Kentwood Louisiana got i think it was 5 or 10,000 dollars out of the bank and 100 dollar bills and just went around giving out money that. yeah and it was just like she never said like hey i'm Britney Spears i love you she was just like merry christmas merry christmas yeah and i was like yes that is what I would love to be able to do if we ever got to that point where we'd make that much money. Yeah. So it's like, I know I'm not a bad person. No, I don't think, I think that's I'm not, just not a fun person. I don't think well. you're framing it in the right way. You are by nature an introvert. Mm. And I think that you play an extrovert well. Right. But I also tend to think, and maybe Scott notwithstanding. Like, I don't know that Scott falls into this mold. I think Scott actually is an extrovert. Yes. But a lot of radio people are extroverted introverts, a.k.a. somebody like you who is actually introverted, maybe a little awkward or insecure, who want, craves love, craves attention, craves um, adoration a Mm -hmm. little bit from people, but doesn't actually want to go, like, be face-to-face with those people. Right. It's like it's too much for your system. Yes, And yes. I think a lot of radio people fall into that mode, like mold. Like I said, I don't think Scott is that way um, because I, I genuinely believe, Scott, I think that you're extroverted. Yeah. Like, you you, you will get you get energy from yes. being in large crowds. Like, oh, when yeah. you go MC USF Games, you feed off of that. Yes. Whereas I would dread lead the leading up to it i would do it i would have a high in that moment because i could do it Mm -hmm. i have the capability but as soon as it's done i would be depleted right my energy level would be zero and i would actually need to spend time in solitude to recover from that no it's true and so that's what's interesting is that i enjoy when people ask me to host award shows or ceremonies or banquets or i go give speeches I love being on stage and being able to talk to people and communicate and make and them laugh. And you're good at and it. Thank you. And I, I love that. But it's like right after when it's that one-on-one, that's when I'm like, can I just leave? And it's yeah. not because I don't like people. It's just that I get awkward and I'm like, ha, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. Well, there's it's a thing where you a lot of introverts have a – a uh, hard time with small talk or right. mindless talk, which right. is basically what small talk is. You're just being kind to someone, but it actually, for me too, is exhausting. Right. Because it it feels like you have to work harder mm-hmm. to have those sort of fluffy, meaningless conversations. It's it's difficult. Absolutely, and so that's why you know when when I was go on first date, 
I would always break all the like first date rules about having those sort of deep conversations <laughs> because I would always be like, can we even when we have meetings and it's the like, how's everybody doing? What's going on? I'm just like, can we just get to the point? And it's not because I don't want to know what everyone's doing. It's just that no one's going to be like, well, I'm having a really difficult time. Um, I'm struggling at home because I'm not getting along with my boyfriend. Yeah. Everyone's going to be like, oh, everything's great. Everything's We're busy. Fun. And yeah. I'm just like, I don't care because yeah. that that's not what's happening to you. That's not the truth. But if we want to have a serious conversation and, like, let's dig down deep and, like, if I can be of assistance or just listening – I'm all for it. Yeah. And so I do think that's where I, I struggle. Whereas, Scott, I feel like you're just so great at those quick, uh, small talk interactions. Uh, well, for me, I, I kind of had, like, a, I guess a lot of training for it. I don't mind it. Like, I get on a high when it comes to, like, if I want to entertain a room, I can entertain a room. Yeah. Like, you just, I just love it. And I can bounce around. And I care about people. And I care about their stories. But I also, I don't like small talk. I don't like sitting down with someone and actually, like, just going through the... How are you? How's this? How's the dog? It's like, I will dive deep, but it's like, for me, it's, there's no better feeling. And this is why I got into radio in the first place is because when I was at USF and I got on a stage and I was like, here's the microphone, lead the way. Mm. And there was, there's just been nothing that's ever gave me that same feeling and said, when I'm on a stage with the mic and I get to entertain thousands of people and then I get to go down and just be that person where it's like all eyes on me. Right. I love that all day. And then when it comes down to like a crowd, like I could, I could do the one-on-one stuff pretty okay like i don't mind it but i do i much rather have a deeper conversation instead of just like oh you know let me just well, i think they call it like a woo a woo personality where it's like let me just go and like hit everyone but like no i'd rather you know sit down and actually have a conversation with you a little longer right. but that's what makes you a good radio person mm. because i think that's what distinguishes the good radio people from the people who can do this job right. but they don't excel in it mm. because they don't know how to get deep you right. have to do, I mean, in this job, you honestly have to be able to do both. Right, right. You got to be able to be vulnerable and expose yourself. And, you know, I've had people reach out about, you know, what we do on our show and, you know, ask, like, how can I emulate what you all do? And I'm like, honestly, outside of the mechanics, because <laughs> you listen and you're like, mechanics, what the hell? Yeah. You just talk. But, like, there is a there are certain things that we do that's very methodical and it's very thought out and very intention driven that we do with our show. But at the core of who we are, it is just being a human and being open humans. And we all are, and we expose ourselves to it. And you can't teach that. Like it is something that you can try, but if you don't, if you're not a naturally open person or great communicator, it's it would be very hard to to do this job. But that's what I think makes us great. And what's circling back to the beginning, why I feel like like the wedding planner and some of the vendors are like, do you want us to use a code name for you? <laughs> do you want us to call you Fluffy Black Bear? Yes, Maybe you should be Fluffy Black Bear. Fluffy Black Bear. Because I don't know. Like, what if some? I mean, I was actually pretty shocked when you did make it known to one and all where your location and what the date is going to be. I'm like, mm. like, especially what is what boggles my mind is for someone who back in the day before the pandemic, when we used to have um, events and like we'd be getting ready to host a parade, Miguel would lean over to me and be like, somebody could shoot us right now. Oh! Hey, good to see you. And I would hey, just be right. like, huh? the worry oh, wart. my God. Like yeah. you are that so concerned about 
being followed and security and and safety. And then you're all over here just like, hey, here's the date, here's the time, here's the exact location. Hey. <laughs> Are you going to have security there? I mean, will there be like somebody like making sure like people that get in actually are invited to be in. Um yeah, I think I think There usually is security I don't and that's know, usually um, the venue. Right. Now yeah, that I think about I'm it cuz I was like holy no there is. Actually a lot of places will will offer that to you. And I do believe for the location we are um going to be at they they will have security for this just to make sure everything is like on the up and up. I mean cuz I'm like, like this is why I was like <laughs> Miguel put all his damn business out there like it was no big deal. What? I well, was really surprised. Well, you know and it's interesting because I feel like and I'm having another meeting today with the medium that I talked about on our on-air show. And I don't think we've talked about it on the podcast yeah. yet. Um, but that was one of the things that I asked her about um, during our first session is this fear that I have yeah. of, like, everything, of, like, being murdered all the time. But at the same, in the same breath, I'll sit and binge a whole series, docu-series, on a serial killer. Yeah. Well, that's related. Don't you think that's related? It is. And I don't, did I tell you this, Holly? I don't know if I told I you this off the air. I don't know. Because I don't think we had time no. to talk this about it. Sounds you would have remembered new, this. But I also feel like, well, of course you, of course that makes sense. Right. Of course it's related. Well, and, and here's the thing about the medium that I'm talking to is, you know, obviously a lot of people won't believe it. And she's like, you don't have to believe it. This is just what comes to me. And I'm not predicting the future. And you do with the information which you will. And so after, uh, we talked about, and just to give you some backstory, a friend of mine reached out and said, I have a friend who is a medium who really needs to talk to you. And uh, she really, like, she heard your voice on the radio. She doesn't listen to your show. She wants to talk to you. So immediately I was like, she don't listen to the show, really? But she wants to talk to me. Like, what? how'd she hear my voice if she don't listen to the show? Right. Like, I was already skeptical. <laughs> but then the friend, the mutual friend that we have, um, I, I love them. They're a great human, and I believe them, and they're credible to me. And I'm like, if you vetted this person and they've helped you deal with the situations, then all right. I'm I'm always open to anything, you know? So we met two weeks ago, and basically what message she needed to hear is that what I needed to hear is I am good enough and that I always feel like Abe is too good to be true. Mm. And she was like, I don't think you're going to, like, run away at the altar or, you know, break off the engagement or anything. But I need you to know going into this that something just as soon as I heard your voice when I was flipping through the radio stations, I was she stopped and was like, oh, my God, like this man doesn't value himself at all. And that so I was like, all right, if you listen to the show at all, I feel like you I mean, even in the proposal, like. I said I will never be I, – I thought I would never be engaged. I would never get married. I'd be alone forever. Yeah. So if you listen to the show, you could put that together. So I was like, okay, I believe you. Mm -hmm. And then as she kept going and revealing other stuff that I've never talked about, I was like, okay, well. Well, I believe people do – I believe that right. whole thing. Right. So I am I was very interested to see what she had to say. Well, part of another thing she said is she was like, now this can get into like the, okay, bitch, like this is crazy. Welcome to my world. Right. <laughs> but I was here for it. I was like, girl, tell me. Yeah. I'm here for it. Yeah. Um, And she said that she believes in past lives, that we are reincarnated um, in different lives. And that's how sometimes, um, like she said that she believes that Holly, you and I 
were twins in another life and that that's why we work and have relationships the way our relationship has been the way it has been mm-hmm. is because we have been maybe twins in previous lives, but we always find a way to come back to each other in some incantation. What? Can I just, I'm sorry, I got goosebumps for a second. Can we just take a quick jaunt down that lane? Yeah. Real quick. Yeah, because please. Because what would you, what would you do? Oh, my favorite <laughs> game. What would you do if? If. In a past life, we were legit twins, and, like, I don't know, we were, like, bankers. <laughs> what? <laughs> just, just play with Okay. Me. We're, like, bankers or whatever, <laughs> and, like, some trauma befell us, and then, like, you know, at the end of times, we were just, like, why did we have to go this way? Why? And then, like, in the ether, in the ether, like, when the souls are just floating around, like, I, in my mind, I'm picturing the movie Soul. Yes. Which, if you've, have you seen it? Mm-hmm. Where it's, like, the pre, before you go to Earth or whatever, and you're, like, bopping around as a little, like, free spirit. Yes. Like, in that one, we're, like, we're going to do something fun <laughs> with this life. So, we're, like, let's be radio people. We're coming back <laughs> as radio. Let's jump. <laughs> Woo. But then, then, like, <laughs> you jumped before I did. I had to wait a couple years. And then finally, I was like, I'm here. And then, like, we didn't meet each other. And then when we finally did that one time, like, I swear to God, like, from the get-go, I just, like, thought you were the best. So, like, we meet, and then it was, like, I was, like, my person. Yes. And, and, like, I, I didn't, neither one of us consciously knew it. But in the right. back, we were, like, high five. Yeah, <laughs> we're, like, found each other again. So from weird. Ohio to Georgia. Yeah. I know, right? Okay, so, anyway, I just had that, that just thought. Let's, let's go back to it. Back, back it. in it. Back, I'm sorry. Um, but one of the things that uh, she talked about with the past lives is I was like, can you tell me why I'm... S-? And as soon as I the word scared, mm. she was like, I'm going to say this. This may come across as crazy, but this hit me. You have been murdered in multiple previous lives. What? What? Yes. Why does she think that? Because that's why you have such a fear of it? That's why I have a fear and a fascination with it. Because you really, that was my thing where I was like, it's connected. Because something that one is deeply scared of and then you want to dig more into, it can be. Oh. I was just doing research on this. And this is unrelated to you. This is something else in my life that eventually I'm going to be writing something for. But, um. There's such a thing, it's called trauma reenactment. Mm. It goes by different words, but like trauma reenactment. So like, let's say a child is abused when they're a kid. Right. Um, and then they later end up in an abusive relationship. Mm. So if you suffer a trauma or like you had like a sexual trauma bestowed mm. on you, maybe you go and search out that type of porn and you don't mm. know why you do it. Mm. Anyway, it's a very deep and widely known about psychological thing. And I just happened to be doing research on it yesterday for another purpose entirely. I never thought about it in relation to you, but that's why it makes so much sense to me that you have both a fear and a fascination with the macabre. Right. Like, because you are simultaneously like horrified about it, but your subconscious can't get enough of it. It's like tr- replaying it, replaying it, replaying it. In an effort, and wh- why does trauma reenactment happen? In an effort to fix it. Mm. Your brain wants to try to fix it, right. but that doesn't fix it. They've done studies, and they're like, humans do this. It's it's not disputed. Humans do this trauma oh. reenactment thing 
but it doesn't actually fix the trauma. What does is getting to the root cause and actually Mm. doing the healing work with like a therapist or whatever Mm -hmm. to, to actually process it. And then you're sort of freed of that thing. But... That makes sense. And I would never have thought to brought in a, bring in a past life. But, like, for, right. for you, and it only would, I guess, make sense if it was a past life because you weren't murdered in this life. No. Are you sure? Uh, no. You didn't Possibly. probably have, like, a kidnapping where you were in danger of being murdered. Mm-mm. Um, but you still yet do have this fascination where it's like a compulsion where you right. do what you watch the craziest shit oh yeah but like, you're also yes. scared of it right so tell me more about what she said about this past life thing so one of so she said that i it was I, and i'm meeting with her today and i'm like i'm bringing a notepad so i can like write it down so okay. i can remember exactly what she says yeah um but i remember she asked me she was like do you not like um and she was like i'm gonna get personal with you do you not like sexually wise to be choked and i was like no actually i don't like that at all and she was like that's because you were choked um one time um do you uh oh what was the other gosh i forgot another question she asked but then it would led to like you don't like this because you were stabbed um and then there was also a um she asked if i've ever had a uh was it tattoos is that why you didn't like tattoos that's what it was tattoos Yes, that's what it was. Thank you, Scott. Got you. Because um, Scott was there, or he came, like, as soon as she left the house, Scott <laughs> came in, and I was like, yeah. here's everything I remember what she just said. Scott's like, okay, He's like, oh, let okay, me okay, get a okay, sandwich. Okay, okay. <laughs> that's right. That's why she asked if I had any tattoos. Um, oh, and she was like, you probably don't have tattoos because you were stabbed, and so the the, the thought of the needle going into you, mm. and, like, that's why, like, a, when I, I can't even, like, watch videos of being tattooed. Really? People being tattooed because it freaks me out, and I've always said I wanted to get a, like, made in ATL 1985 tattoo. I remember you wanted that. Wanted that for, like, t- over 10 years now, but I'm always like, mm, I can't, I can't do it. Um, there was that, and then we were talking about um, having... What is it called when you have been away from your parents for a long time and you um, anxiety? Abandonment? Separation anxiety? Separation anxiety, yes. Um, because I was murdered as a child. Jesus, how many times were you murdered? Apparently. Apparently. <laughs> okay. And the, you're uh, not the right person to ask this, but I'm right. going to ask it anyway. Right. For those who might be also asking it in their own head. Mm-hmm. What is it about your soul that is reliving this trauma or has relived that same trauma so many times? Mm. Why? Hmm. I'm imagining that other people probably don't have to deal with being murdered in past lives that many times. No. Ma- maybe I'm wrong on maybe I'm wrong on that. But like <gasps> but what so I'm curious, and now I am making a huge metaphysical jump. So right. if, you, if you don't come with me, that's fine. I'm coming with you, but I'm going to write, because I think I remembered what she said to that question that I forgot. Oh. Um, but go ahead. My leap is, so if we already know, and it has been psychologically proven, that trauma reenactment happens, like I said, I was doing the research yesterday for this other reason in my life, but it applies to you being so interested in, like, um, you know, murder stuff or or the dark right white, right whatever the macabre, the macabre. Uh, and you keep doing this whole thing of like you're scared of it but you're also looking at it you're scared of it but you're also looking for it I wonder metaphysically if it exists over lifetimes mm. and so 
like several hundred years ago, you're murdered, you come back, you get murdered again, you come back, bitch, you get murdered again. Right. But it's that same thing. I, I'm like a little lost myself, but it's like that same type of thing where it just keeps repeating until you figure it out. Mm. And maybe this is the life in which you figure it out. Right. Whoa. Right. Yeah. I know. I just, well, I took because she did say that I don't have anything to fear. Like, I, I don't have to worry about that. Like That's good. You can now, like, be at peace that, like, no one's going to come out from a bush and stab me or something ah. like that, you know? Um, but one of the things that she did say is that maybe one of the reasons why, and I think this is what she said, I'll have to ask for clarification today. Yeah. Um, but I remember her mentioning this is that that's one of the reasons why I'm so also understanding and um, warm because I've gone through so much trauma that I don't want anyone else to go through that. Yeah. Mm. And so I'm just so like open and giving and it's just like, I don't want you to experience what I've been through before, so let me embrace you and give you warmth and comfort and make you feel good so you don't have to experience what I've experienced in the past. Okay. I think that's what she said. I'm not 100% sure. Okay, and ask because it doesn't exactly answer my question as to why it happens to be particular to your soul, spirit, Mm -hmm. whatever you want to say, that you had so much trauma in all these lifetimes. Why, Why is that? I mean, is it completely circumstantial? Right. If we're if we're going with this timeline, like why uh, why you? Right. Why? Yeah. No, I'm gonna. I literally am writing this down because I will forget. Um. But yeah. So that was just like. Well, God, no. What? Like I. Can't, mm-hmm. If we've been twins, like I I don't I I need to not have my people be murdered. That'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> if you that can't could, have that happen. I, if we could quit having you die horrifically in my. <laughs> In my soul, that'd be right, awesome. Right, and then hopefully this is this is the one where it stops. Right. Okay, we did. Did she? Would it? No. Yeah, that's okay. fine. It did. That's not. You're not gonna be murdered. Okay. Um. Or maybe she was saying that made me feel better. Um. Yeah. So. So I feel like we all need to meet with this woman. Exactly. I'm. I'm saying it would be interesting. Like, oh God. You know, like I'm on. Like, ah, it's no, hard. Yeah. Don't, not Scott. When I said that, I meant me. Okay. <laughs> I think Scott should too. But he does he want it? Do you I don't want know. it? Well, again, like I have an aunt that is a medium. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I have that in my life. So it's like I again, I'm not a hundred percent on board with it. It's slowly increased upon my life and I've slowly accepted it a little more. But I think if I was to meet with anybody, it wouldn't be like a random. Uh, yeah, it wouldn't be a random. I, th- then it just gets even harder for me to really accept it. It'd probably be with my aunt who actually kind of knows like the things that are going on in my life. Yeah. Cause she said things to me that I'm like, oh, okay. Like that, you wouldn't know to say that. Yeah. That that brings in a whole different acceptance into this. So I, I wouldn't meet with somebody random. I would just go to my main source, my main homie, my aunt. What makes you apprehensive about it? It's just, I think it's just, you know, you just hear things over the years that there's a way to just talk to people and slowly just get them to give you stuff, and then they just feed into it, where it just, it just slowly sounds like they know what they're talking about, but honestly, it's just, they've just... Either they're really good at being. They're really good at just kind of talking very genuinely and just be like, "Oh yeah, so you don't like tattoos?" And then they're just gonna come up with, "That's because you like you you were stabbed." And you're like, "Whoa!" But really, you just said you didn't like tattoos. They're just gonna say that. But again, like, I'm not fully against it. It's just I do in previous years. That's probably where more so would have leaned. But again, I'm more accepting of it now because even like things you talked about, Miguel. I'm like, oh. 
Interesting. Okay, I think there is something to it. I definitely don't discount any of it anymore. Because, again, like I said, like my aunt has said things to me recently where I'm like, holy moly, like you nailed that. That's not something that anybody would just know to say. So for those reasons, that's why I'm like, okay, I, there's there's probably a little something to this. I don't know exactly what it is, but it's also like I think there's probably people that actually have it. And I think there's a lot of people that are a bunch of BSers that are just trying to get money out of you. That's and what I was going to say. That's right. the problem. There absolutely are people that are just there for the money. Yes, right. and, and they're that's my worry. on people who want desperately to know something or mm. feel better. Absolutely. So, yeah. And so I, I, I totally understand that. Right. Because there is a reason to be skeptical because it can be so easily misused. Right. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, so I, I'm interested, going to have another conversation with her, um, and see what else, uh, comes to light. I think that's really fascinating. Wait, today you're doing that? Yeah. Uh-huh. Today. <laughs> okay. Um, before we wrap Oof. up, um, I mentioned this article that I was laughing at at the very beginning of the podcast. Oh. That I saw, uh, right as I was about to like do some stuff on social media. Yeah. Uh, Creative Loafing Tampa Bay just posted, can we explain this one? Porn viewing in Florida spiked uh, by 15% after Tampa Buccaneers Super Bowl win. That's all? That's, that's it? Headline? Porn viewing in Florida spiked by 15% after the Bucks won the Super Bowl. It's extremely excited. That's not surprising Why? whatsoever. Why? I don't get that. Why? You're because s- it's adrenaline. It's so all your immediate thing is to go to porn? Yes. You're just on a high, I guess. Think like, about, like, if you're if you're in, it isn't, isn't it a thing where if, like, you're in an accident or if you're in, like, an, a crazy situation, the first thing you do is, like, you want to have sex with the person that you were just in this crazy thing with? Like, it's a, ter- it's a state of arousal, period. Your mm. body doesn't know the difference that, right. it's, that it's Tom Brady winning the Super Bowl or just some hot girl's about to grind up on you. Hello. Like, hey. it's, all, it's all the same. And that's what actually, we had this conversation off air not on podcast in the studio yesterday about the guys that were like jumping on the buses and breaking Pulling the down trees. trees and light posts. And I'm like, that is like a basal response to be like, I'm so amped up. I want to do some chicks. Look at me break this tree, chick. I'm a man. Meanwhile, you had women like twerking on top of the buses with their <laughs> vagina hanging out and they're like, I'm so excited. Look and come do me. And the tree guy's like, yeah. And she's like, yeah. And then they probably would go have sex with each other. So it makes perfect sense to me why porn spiked. Because mm. everyone was so heightened and aroused. They're like, what do I do with this energy? I need to watch porn. Yeah. <laughs> Save that. Um, so, Scott, I mean, you were overly emotional. So were you, Holly. I mean, did you all do any, like, alone time? Miguel, um, do you like- remember what we did after the game? We came right here. I the know, studio. but I mean, does that just go away, or maybe in another time? I I just I can't relate to that, and that's over. why I find it interesting because I'm like, maybe my emotions. Just I would don't. have been so down immediately after the game if we weren't here. But then I think it carried over because we were here till one thirty a.m. Yeah, woke up, you know, like two three hours later. And then it just like I don't even think my body's cotton up till now. Where I'm like, okay, like I think that heightened response that that died off when we stayed up for like 24 hours. Yeah, I think the lack of sleep mm. caught up to it. For I would have been so down. I would have been um, absolutely. Would have been loved to get it. I think I was it. a little a little skittish. That's would not you? A good have, word. I know I'm about to say. We skittish. had a we had a story on Monday about like 
bruising on in your mouth if you're doing the. Oh, ah. Uh. And and I was like, normally. Wait, please don't ever save that image. No. I forgot we're doing this we're, on video on YouTube, and it's no, different when it's you see it different. than when you hear it. Let's I apologize to anybody watching this on our YouTube channel. I'm sorry. I'm used to just. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yikes. I'm sorry. Um. But anyway, like normally with stories like that, and we've done like a lot of sexual stories that we all are like, ah! and I never like get excited about it. But like in that day, on that day, and we talked about the thing in my mind, I literally then just started thinking about it. And it was like, you know, visual in my mind. And I, oh. I, I was like, okay. Holly's like, I wouldn't mind. I mean, I not doing anything after the show. Oh, so, I mean, but I also think it has to play to what you like. Like you... <laughs> You weren't that excited about the Super Bowl to yeah. begin with. Right. We came in and did the show, and you weren't that excited even after they won. <laughs> uh, you just weren't excited about it. That's, that's not your trigger. But right. for a lot of people that yeah. were invested oh, yeah. in our team, that's why it was a 15% spike. If if that was if that worked for everybody, it would have been a 100% spike. Oh, everybody was like, I'm ready to go. Yeah, but so that for that 15% of the, the region that were so amped up about that win, it translated yeah, into... Good. I need to. A lot of babies in, like, uh, what, November? Two plus. Well, I mean, I don't know if they're, like, ready to, like, get it in with somebody. Maybe they're just doing it themselves. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, people probably with their partner probably, like. Oh, right. They were, like. Let's get it. Yeah. We'll have some Super Bowl babies. That's what I'm saying. In nine months. and But, yeah. And if you don't have a partner, what do you do? Go. Oh, God. Jeez. (laughs) That's twice Uh. now. You're you're about to, three times you're banned. (laughs) I don't know how. Hey. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. I was just super fascinated about um, that. How makes that... perfect sense to me. Okay. All right, Scott. Are you going to have a celebratory? Oh, I, I mean, I'd love to. I don't. You know. Again, it's kind of. It's. I think the the arousal of that is kind of gone. Yeah. Now that now. Like, no. let's say if I went to the boat parade today mm-hmm. with that. a with a young young friend, uh, young Susie. Maybe that'd be Susie. something cool to do after. Oh, it's something cool to do. Well, you know. No, hey, you want to go to Baskin Robbins and get some Froyo? No, we're going to go. Let's go do it. That's cool, too. That's cool, too. That's cool, Whatever too. Whatever you cool. I, I think it's, like, subconsciously, though, because I don't know, like. You want to yeah. get some queso and guac? No, but, like, you know, like, it's very, very rare am I going to be like, nah, I'm good. Mm. Right. It's not a very frequent thing I could just kind of shake off. Well, you're a 24-year-old dude. Yeah, no, I'm, I like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little different when you're old. <laughs> like, I want to. I want to. All the time. All the time? Oh, yeah. Most times, yes. Oh. But I'm tired. Oh. And well, that's that the root, is yeah. what sets in, is that after, I mean, let's face it, we are sleep deprived. Yes. 98% the of the time. And then I lug myself into CrossFit every day. And so then by the time we get, I get home, I barely eke out dinner. Yeah. And then when Abe and I go to bed and he's like, hey, and I'm like, I'm sorry. I know. That's the bad thing. I'm it's sorry. like, I would probably do it more, but like when? Right. When right. do I do it? Like, that's why I know other parents that schedule it. And I'm like, I don't, but I could see how you would because right. like we get up so early. So I'm not doing it in the morning because the only oh, thing Jesus. I want to do is get out of bed, get my coffee and leave. <laughs> right. Uh, and then like I'm by myself in the middle of the day. So that, mm. and what then, about the weekends, y'all? Okay. On the weekends, yeah. the weekends, it's fine. But then the problem happens on the weekends where maybe you have some drinks, uh, maybe whole bag, on whatever. The 
then you're like, yeah, but then like after you watch like two episodes of oh, Snowpiercer geez. and a WandaVision <laughs> and you get in bed and you're like, I think, I think we, can we just put the meditation on and go to sleep? Oh. Oh. It just su- it sucks. That like, does suck. If you're gonna do it, you gotta we do gotta it. do it before Wandavision. You gotta know that. You gotta know that going into it. I know, know? and that we never do because we're, we're the worst. Right, right. Because then once you eat, well, in the gay world, like once you eat, girl, it's not happening. It's done. I mean, you can do other stuff, but it's, it's done. It's yeah. done. Yeah. So it's all about scheduling. So for us, it's usually like Friday night, too tired before COVID. It'd be like we're going out to do something, an event, a friends or something. So usually it's like morning time on the weekends, but then depending upon like <laughs> morning time usually works out really good when there's no kid at home. This is gonna sound real bad, but like sometimes in the morning, like Saturday morning, um, my back will be hurting from sleeping <laughs> the extra hour or two in the bed. My grandpa. And so then I'll wake up before Abe wakes up, and then it'll be like six o'clock. I'll wake up on a Saturday. And then, like, he's asleep. I don't want to disturb him, so I'll just go in, in the living room and, like, I'll usually end up doing social media for oh. the show that Saturday morning and watch something. And then he'll come down the stairs, and it's, like, 8 o'clock. And then Scott's up eating co- drinking coffee, making eggs. This is why you got to kick me out. And then I'm like, well, I, we're not going to just do it on the couch. No, absolutely not. No, no. I don't want to know. I don't know. Ah, no. well, once no, well, you've vacated the bedroom, that's your first mistake. Yeah, yeah. Why are you done. leaving the bedroom? Well, because I can't just sit there in the bed for two hours until he wakes up. You got to poke that man on the back. Well, Hello? I do. Like, oh. what do you, like, you try to put yourself back to sleep for a little bit, and then you kind of toss around a little bit, and then you look at your phone for a while, and then after it's been, like, an acceptable amount of time, then you, like, roll over and you're like, hey. Like you start getting a little rubbing, yeah. little rubbing the arm. <laughs> the arm. You can't leave the room. Once you leave the room, it's done. It's, well, it's, it's, I think it's you can like go you... get a glass of water, maybe like freshen up a bit, and then well, come back. Well, you can go up. to the bathroom. Right, right, but right. But you can't like go in hey, sit on the couch. Down. Yeah, it's sort of like breaking the seal at that point. It's yes. like all, you've left the romanticism in yeah. the room with the door closed. You can't just get back in the bed and try to recreate that moment right. unless you just go potty real quick <laughs> and then come back. Then it's All okay. Right. Well, I'll, I'll I'll try that. Well, we're we're both going to be gone this weekend out of town. Uh, when are you so, flying out? Uh, Friday at three. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. And you're yeah. going to the ATL. Mm-hmm. I'm going to Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. Um, then back on Sunday. So. Okay. We'll figure it out. Well, that's Woo. pretty good. All right. Well, it looks like we're going to wrap up here. Scott, what's all of your uh, information? Well, my my Instagram or any other place you could find me on social media is at Scott Tavlin. So that's a well, no, uh, the at sign then S C. I have to pee. Stop, make stop. <laughs> what the fuck did you just say? A at. My name is A Scott. Oh, <laughs> All right, so S C O T T T A V L I N. Yeah. We finally got an A in there. Thank All you. right, uh, Holly. What's your social media? At Radio Holly, R A D I O H O L L Y, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. All right. And mine is at Miguel Fuller, M I G U E L F U L L E R. Also, want to give a shout out to Lish Trixie on Apple Podcasts who left a review. Thanks. She said, Tampa Girl, as a subject line, love this show, listen to the radio show every morning while getting ready for work, and now listening to the podcast at work. You guys rock. So thank you. You can always leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Is If it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio app, wherever, please leave us a review and a rating. It really helps us out. 
if you do that and if you want some Miguel and Holly stickers for being a part of the Platypus Posse, just shoot me an email, Miguel at Hot1015TampaBay.com. And if you want to see our glorious faces do this podcast and look awkward, hit up the Miguel and Holly YouTube page. We will see you next time. Hit that button, Scott. Go. The previous episodes of the Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast from Hot 101.5. Just hit up the Hot 101.5 app, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Search Miguel and Holly Uncensored. Uncensored.